coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Paddy's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, guys. Happy New Year 2023. Massive year on the playbook. Bigger and better things. More special guests. But um, really excited for this show. The NFL playoffs are here. Usually, you know, I have these little witty, nerdy comments. Oh, it's, you know, every second, every yard counts. It's the most competitive game. I'm going to cut that bullshit out. The playoffs are here. We're with Liam. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. No, I, I enjoy And I think I speak for listeners. I enjoy those, those witty little things. <laughs> I think we just have to dive straight in. It's um, yeah. just briefly, I guess, mate, how did you find the regular season? Yeah, it was good. I think from even the opening few weeks, uh, we saw a few upsets. So that kind of... Uh, changed expectations of this season and um, kind of made us reevaluate uh, what we thought of certain teams. Um, and, you know, as the season went on, uh, you saw the dominant teams really stamp their authority. You saw some of these teams that um, in past years hadn't been that interesting uh, really, you know, come to life and, and make a play for these playoffs. And we've got a few of them in, so it's great. That is exciting. Do you want to touch back on the Eagles now? I'll wait for the preview. Up to uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's been a good year for the Eagles. Great year. Um, great year. Yeah. I, I think I said at the start of the year, I, I mean, I had them in uh, Super Bowl because, you know, half because I'm a fan of the team, but, but I also um, liked what they did in the offseason. I, I saw the potential um, that they could, and, and they've lived up to it. Um, I think the last month uh, things have slowed down a bit, but, but, I, but I put that down to, I think, when you're, you're up for so long, um, you're going to come across a, a period of, you know, of downward projection. So, uh, look, and injuries as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, there've been injuries. So, hopefully, a week off to get things right um, should be good. But yeah, it's been a fun season to be an Eagles fan for sure. Mate, I reckon we start with just our little recap of our playoff predictions to start the year. Yep. So, yeah, we've we've done pretty well on <laughs> both. We've done pretty well on both um, conferences. So we'll start with the NFC. Mm-hmm. We unfortunately had the exact same team, so not, not fun for our listeners. Yeah, let's see how we get went. Um, so, yeah, in, in order, you had Rams, Packers, Bucks, Eagles, 49ers, <laughs> Cowboys, Vikings. So, okay. Rams, Packers, but the rest you cashed in. Yeah. And I think a lot of people had uh, the Rams and Packers in those positions. Uh, Rams, you know, they've, they've just fallen off. They... Uh, I think that they're now the worst uh, team or the worst team to win a Super Bowl and follow up in terms of their record. And the Packers, I mean, they almost came good, but uh, we saw, you know, I, that season just didn't go well for them. Yeah, I guess the Rams, like at the start of the year, I think I, my, one of my questions to you was like, is there a Super Bowl hangover? Mm. They started slow, injuries crept in. I guess this is kind of what happens when you mortgage the house. You know, you put everything, the kitchen sink on the, on the table, all chips in the middle. Yeah. Um, then there's all these uh, 
reports coming out about McVeigh. Is he going to stay around? Apparently he's had a really tough year, like personally. Yeah. And just the coaching and it, it kind of makes you think like Aaron Donald, apparently last year he was, last season he was kind of retirement discussions mm. and it's like, now nah, go one more push it. And it's like, have they pushed it too far? I, amazing what they did last year. And I think it's it, not like, a di- I don't think it's a disappointment for me. No, I think, I think because they, I think this is a disappointment if they had lost the Super Bowl, yeah, yep. but the fact they got there, I, I compare it almost to a runner who um, like tears uh, a ligament or something in winning a race mm. um, and just not recovering from it for a while. Um, I feel like that's what they did. They put, like you said, they put so much into that season with the trades they made, um, how hard they pursued certain players. Um, that yeah, you you look at you know Stafford had his injuries. Um, other players, they like you said, uh, McVeigh, who by all reports, the way he handles games, processes games, he, it's so much on his mental state mm. that I, I, I think the best thing he can do is step away from the game, whether that's a permanent thing um, and he goes into a media uh, role or yep. he just does what many coaches do, which is take a, you know, a year or two off and then reevaluate things. I, I think that's the best for him if this is how he's feeling with mm. everything that's gone on this last year. Yep, I agree. You reassess with Stafford, Cooper Cup, and yeah. Donald, it's just, yeah, it was an absolute mess for them. So the Packers, though, I, I had them in my, my um, playoff bracket predictions as well, mate. I think they were four and eight. Yep. They won four on the trot to get back to Lambeau, week 18, win or go home. It's a playoff game. Mm. And one of your favorite coaches, Dan Campbell from the Lions, says, but fuck not you. The caps. <laughs> fuck you, uh, Rogers. Yeah. It, what, what, uh, they asked, I think it was, might have been the end of the first quarter. Well, it was very early in the game. I know they, they were interviewing him on the sideline and basically asked, you know, what's the motivation? And it was just, yeah, like you said, it was just like, well, if we're not going, they're not either. So, and, you know, they called their shot and, and they stopped him. And I thought it was a really good game by the Lions. Packers, on the other hand, I, I think it was disappointing. Yes. Um, with so much on the line in Lambeau, with Rogers, yeah, I, I, I think they... He had his chances too, and he didn't fire a shot in that second half. Like no. he was, yeah. Lions, I really like where they've, like last year, they had a terrible record, mm. but they were in so many close games. This year, they've had a winning record. They finished nine and eight. Yeah. And they just missed out in the playoffs, which is unfortunate for them. But going forward, it's exciting. You like, the, I love the head coach as well. Mm. Um, Amar St. Brown, love him. It's, yeah. it's exciting. Good young roster. Mm. So we'll see what happens there. So, yeah, my, for the NFC, I had Packers, no good. Buccaneers, Rams, no good. Eagles, 49ers, Vikings, Cowboys. So, we're all the same there. Yep. Um, right over to the AFC, mate. You, Bills, Bengals, Chargers, Colts, Chiefs, Ravens, Raiders. God about the Colts. Oh, so, <laughs> I'm rolling with Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you with the Colts, mate. Ravens, Chargers, and I've gone Broncos. So I think we touched base on the Colts first, yeah. Indianapolis. Oh. Off air, you, you reckon they were the wor- one of the, or the I, worst I, team I, this year? I think so, because you, you look at like who the worst teams were. Obviously, the Bears have the number one pick, Texans with the second. Um, I think Colts end up with the third or fourth, yeah. um, yep. looking at it. But they were just terrible. Um, you know, the, they went out in the offseason after the disaster with Wentz last season. They get Matty Ryan for this season, and it just wasn't good. It just, oh. it just didn't work. 
I think he might have had one decent game. But apart from that, they, you know, they explored other options there. Uh, Sam Ellinger at one point, Nick Foles. It was just it's just a disaster. You know, it resulted in their coach being sacked halfway through. Mm. And then they brought in an analyst that had played Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Like, and nothing against Jeff, because Jeff admittedly was like, basically, when they called him back, he was just like, why? Um, <laughs> but they were just trying to do something and they won one game. Um, was it his first game in? I think everyone, or maybe his first or second was, game it in. A, it was the first or second. It was the Raiders. They beat the Raiders in which I think the Raiders, you know, story of their year, they had a big lead and then they lost, they lost it. And, yeah, but that, that was it. And it was just so depressing watching the Colts. It, it just felt like there wasn't that fight, whereas you saw the Texans. They, they felt like there was something there in terms of the talent they had. I agree. They, they you know, did a lot with it. I agree, mate. It's interesting because I don't know where they go from here. I don't know, like, they're going to have to go back in the quarterback carousel and look for someone there. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I've, that division was funky. We'll get to yep. the people that came out of that, the team that came out of that division, obviously. Um, but we'll keep rolling on just for our predictions as well because there's one more team here where you've, you've put me in a corner here at the start of the season, Liam. You've, <laughs> you've taken the Ravens and we both discussed the AFC West, is it, that, di- that division? The... I think. The Raiders or... Yeah, Raiders, Raiders? and AFC yeah. West. Yeah. And we said there's going to be three playoff teams in there. So you've gone Raiders and I've gone stuff you. I'm going head to head. I'm going to take the Broncos and I've never felt worse in my life. So do you want to roll through the Raiders first and I can touch base on the Broncos or? Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Yeah. So like I touched on before, Raiders are only team that the Colts beat in the later half of the season. Mm. The Raiders, I think, yeah, um, man, they, their problem this year, they had so many games where they were up by, a double digit lead and they just lost it um, to, you know, it left Derek Carr in tears at one point. I think it was after that Colts game. Um, Cause you know, it was, they were trying and that, and it was just collapsing the whole thing. Um, you know, it was um, Josh McDaniels uh, first year uh, as head coach coming over from the Patriots. Um, and the scheme just didn't seem to work. Um, and by all reports, Derek Carr's gone. Yep. Um, the fact that they started uh, Jared Stidham in those last two weeks seems to confirm that. Mm. But, yeah, they, they really underdelivered. They're in so many close games. Like, I feel like talent-wise, they're a good – like, Josh Jacobs oh, yeah. led the league in um, rushing. And then – Devonta Adams. Yep. Like, they have Crosby defense on the defensive side of the ball. They yeah. – Like, they're a good, talented team. They're in so many not – so many winning – Positions in games, as you said, and yeah. was it a, they played like the Rams in maybe like week 14 or 15, mm. maybe 13 weeks, 13, 14, Around and it was yeah. like to get them back in the playoff line. And it's like they're only a game or two away, kind of, yeah, the way this is all working out. Mm. And what they were up like seven or nine in the fourth quarter, yeah. and I don't think they shot anything in the second half, they just crumbled. And the yeah. Rams went at home with I don't even know if Stafford was playing, it was like might have been before Stafford, it might have been uh, was it May Baker Mayfield's. First game or second game or something? It was either it was either Baker's uh, first or second game, or it was I can't remember the, the transitional one they had. Anyway, yeah, they they had no right winning that game, the Rams, and yeah, and the Raiders once again shouldn't have lost. That was for me when I saw that. I said, "Yep, like I'm I'm giving up. I've given up." Because anyway, we'll see what they do next year. Maybe a new quarterback. Things change, but. I don't know. It was just frustrating. 
The Broncos. This is this is a disaster. Oh, this is a disaster. We've got obviously the Russell Wilson trade. They've gone all in. Daylight robbery. What is it? He's got set for six six more years on his deal. Yep, two hundred ninety-six million dollar contract. It was seven years, two from his last of Seattle, and then a five year. Um, so like you can't really do anything in terms of Russ. It just you'd have so much dead dead cap. And like I like Russ, like yeah, I just don't. I can't come to the. Ter- I can't come to terms. I can't come to the fact that surely this isn't him for the rest of his career. Like he can't be this bad this quickly. Like I can see a decline, a slow decline, but like we cut all the bullshit out of it. Like he was really bad this year, in my opinion. Yep. And you got the Nat Hackett stuff, the new head coach. Yeah. Which I know you've got a few words on that, but like the the coaching was terrible. And yep. there was the first, the situation we we're talking about off air, mate. Like game one. They go to Seattle, you know, the big matchup, Russ's old team. I think it was fourth down. They went for a 61-yard field goal. They miss it. And that was pretty much the game, the ball game from there. And then I think it was their first home game, week two or three. At Denver, we know the altitude discussions. You, know, you, yeah. you kick further and fourth down again, and it was closer, closer to the sticks, mate, 57, 56 yards, and yeah. he decides not to go for it. And it's like... It just did not make sense. Just, it didn't make sense. And then that first week we've talked, that game management stuff against oh, the Seahawks. Horrible. Like, it just didn't start well. It obviously didn't end well. And they need a lot of help. Yep. They need, yeah. Well, any, any comments on the Broncos? Obviously the trade wasn't good. The coaching wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think um, it, it was just everything seemed to go wrong for the Broncos this year. Um, and that frustration seemed to boil over to the players as well. Um, they just didn't look happy. Anyway, they move on with a new head coach, and this is the bit. This next season is so huge for Russell Wilson because he has to prove that he wasn't the issue. Mm. Um, he has to whoever they get, and I know they're in the market. I think for Sean Payton, if he if he's interested in that. Um, Sorry, to butt in. Do you reckon he takes that? Like. Sh- a guy that's won the Super Bowl before, he's smart enough. He's itching at the bit. My understanding is he's itching at the bit to get back out there. He loves that just competitive spirit and whatnot. Yep. Do you reckon he knows like he's that's a good enough quarterback for him, or do you reckon he waits? The man of like good quarterbacks in this or young good quarterbacks in this league, especially in the AFC, yep. we're going to get to. Do you reckon he just waits, picks his poison, or do you reckon he's just? Yeah, it's a tough one because I know um, the Texans are interested, obviously, as well as I think Arizona. Um, and you look, uh, in Denver, you've got Russ in Arizona, you've got Kyler, although Mm. coming off ACL, Mm -hmm. um, and then Texans, it's kind of a different story. It's almost like a free range, build it from the ground up a bit, but it just depends what he wants to do. I heard reports that he was very interested in LA. Chargers specifically. Oh, there we go. Um, I think because the quarterback as well. Exactly. I mean, I feel like many of the respective coaches would want to work with Justin, uh, Herbert. Yeah, look, I, I could see him going to the Broncos because he's got that quarterback there and he can kind of um, do what he wants with it. So, yeah, look, I, I think they'll try and pursue him um, as strong as possible. I think based on how Hackett went, they're not going to go for a first-time coach this time around. Surely not, yeah. No, I like it. So, yeah, that was we've done pretty well, mate, in the AFC. We've, yeah, both got the Colts wrong. You've gone Raiders, I've gone Broncos. So we've got five of seven. Um, not, not bad. Not bad. Um, and NFC, five of seven again. We both stuffed up on the Rams and the Packers, which was yeah. previously discussed. So yep. done pretty well. 
Demar Hamlin incident. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Should we do that now or in the Bills segment? Uh, I think we can talk about it now. Um, and then Bills, we can move on to the on-field stuff, yes. which deserves its own conversation. Okay, um, beautiful. Did you, were you watching this game? I was. So Crucial what, game in the what, schedule. Yeah. So what had happened, um, I had, uh, I was just finishing up doing something else. So I'd put it on, uh, Chuck the KO one on my laptop. Um, and I actually came back, uh, during an ad break. Um, and I went, okay, uh, let me just go back and see what happened. Normally it's ad break after a scoring play. Yes. So I, well, I do that too. I did yeah, so 30 I, seconds. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, ding. exactly. So yeah. go back to see, all right, what, what did I, what did I miss? And, um, it was, uh, very like, uh, it didn't look like scoring play and there were just all the players on the field and I was here like, oh, I wonder what's going on. So, um, tucked it back even more and then. You know, I hear the discussions of the common, uh, the commentary, um, and yeah, talking about what had happened. I go back, I see the play, and it's a very scary incident. Mm. Um, basically, for those who may not have seen it, um, Demar Hamlin making a tackle on uh, T. Higgins, the Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver, um, in which uh, he makes a routine tackle. T. Higgins' shoulder comes into contact with his chest makes the tackle, stands up, and immediately falls to the ground. And we learn uh, a bit later on, uh, he went into cardiac arrest. Um, and what I looked up in the aftermath, it was something I believe they were calling uh, commotio cordis. Yes. Yeah. Which, like, it is unbelievably rare. I was seeing numbers like 250,000 to one or 2 million to one. Yeah, like. So looking it up, it, there's about 20 cases per year in, yeah. the, in the US. Um, and it's normally a result of um, baseball games in which uh, a, a batter is hit in the chest with, with the ball. Um, and it's rare because it's basically what it is. It was this, um, a disruption of the heartbeat, the heartbeat cycle, that it's a 0.004 second window like it, like if you time that it it's so it's it is so quick that it, it was just the fact that that what seems to be the case the fact that happened is just unbelievable and and obviously it was a very scary situation for the first 24 hours or so mm. um i'm not a big twitter user but i don't think i've ever refreshed a Twitter feed that, that often <laughs> oh, mate, um, just, just to see, cause you know, it was very serious situation. It was, yeah, just crazy. We didn't know that the first 24 hours was touch and go and things kind of, we got slow leaks of um, news. He's, you know, this has happened breathing on his own or the breathing tubes come out or his um, vitals are, you know, um, at 50% or whatnot, the, the crucial information we got, but mm-hmm. it was like, Obviously, we're, we're hoping for this guy's life. Like we want the best yeah. for him. Oh, definitely. But then it just felt weird, like, not thinking. Like, I didn't want to really think about football and stuff. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, I just, I waited for a few days and it was like that Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. You yeah. think, you know, we've got not the green light, but things are a lot better. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So, like, the implications this game had, like, this might, might sound selfish for me, like, but the implications this game had once we kind of all got back on track, like, yeah. he's okay. And it's like, this is crucial. So. Freakish accident, and I don't know if he's going to play again now. The NFL must have their, like, they're, they're not, yeah, pardon the pun, like, they're hiding their mouth kind of thing. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, the good thing we 
should say is that he's recovered tremendously. Exactly. Like the fact uh, there's no neurological damage. Mm -hmm. Um, He, uh, since he left Cincinnati a few days ago, Mm -hmm. uh, moved to Buffalo uh, General Hospital in which uh, as of, I think, uh, a day ago, he's back home recovering. Yep. But yeah, I, I mean, you think, you know, is if that if that's it for his career, it's really sad. But I mean, bigger picture is live. His life, which very early that on. Quote. Do you remember that quote that they said? Like, apparently the first thing he woke up, he's like, "Did we win the game win. or whatever?" Yeah. And they're like, mate, you won. You, you won, won the yeah. battle of life. Oh, like, exactly. Yeah. Just crazy. So I, yeah, I, I um. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what happens now. Yeah, but but like you said, um, and I don't. I don't think it was selfish. A few days after talk, thinking, okay, well, what's the situation with the Cincinnati and the Buffalo game? Because you know, once you realise, yep, he's okay, things are looking in an upward direction. Uh, yeah, you start working out, and obviously, um, the game was postponed uh, as it should have been, mm, um, and then. Uh, you find out a few days later the game's cancelled, um, which um, both Bills, Bengals um, fighting with the Chiefs for that number one seed. You don't know how they – I mean, if that game goes Bills, then Bills right now would be the number, number one seed. seed. Um, so the aftermath is to balance things out, Chiefs end up getting the number one seed, um, but should the Chiefs and Bills face off in the playoffs in that NFC, uh, the AFC Championship game, Neutral venture, which in, under the circumstances, I think is kind of the best they can do. That was my next question. How do you think the NFL handled it? Obviously, the guys' lives, like, that's the main yeah. important thing. They kept low. Yep. And then I think it was the Friday morning mm-hmm. when find out this is how it's going to happen before week 18. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you think it's fair? Like, it's such a tough one. Um, I think in terms of... Because these are the things that were going from my brain probably from like Wednesday, Thursday. I'm like, okay, the NFL is going to, I'm waiting for the next kind of move. They're going to come out, obviously, address the situation. Yep. Yeah. I, I think the problem is because it was so close to playoffs, you can't play the game. Uh, it would have just thrown yeah. everything off. So I understand that. Um, I, I think I think most of the coaches were happy with the decision. I, I know the Bengals weren't happy with how it played out for them because I and now it didn't come into calculation, but should they have lost to the Ravens in their final week um, to determine home field advantage because they would have had the same number of wins um, but a different number of losses, it would have come down to a coin flip. And I think that's where a lot of the, the worry was that, um, you know, it should not come down to that. There should be other things play. Um, Am I wrong though? Wouldn't the Bengals have the two seed? Because they were winning that game against the Bills. Yeah. So Yeah, I think I think – Oh, no, they maybe would have still finished third. Um, they would have. And they would have got the two seed. They would, have got, they would have got the two seed um, should the game. I, I think the thing, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen too much with Cincinnati in terms of awarding them. I don't think they, because we should say that the incident happened mm. in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, I think about six or, six or seven minutes only, mm. and it was seven three, I want to say. It was something like that. Seven three. Yeah. And Bengals had the ball in. Yeah. Like so, yeah. So maybe Bengals go on and win that game. Um, my belief is they're going to get a shot to show that in a few weeks, um, should things play out how we think. But, yeah, look, it, it's a tough situation. I don't worry about the Bengals because I think they can win this from anywhere, just, just with who they are as a team. Awesome. Yeah, crazy incident. Obviously, we're glad he's, he's recovering well. I guess, yeah, this is a Mar thing. People that 
casual listeners that might no not not be into the league or whatever. It's kind of like think of like an NRL player, rugby league player. I think he was 24. Say he's like in his second or third year of playing NRL, and he's mm. just like a he's a fucking genuine good bloke. Like I've listened to interviews and stuff before him. Yeah. All he cared about was his family, spending family time. Yeah. And then we know his charity that he's got for. Yeah. Helping kids and like kids presents and stuff. And I think his goal was like, was it $2,000 or something? Yeah. 2,500. He set it up two years ago um, around Christmas time um, just to help out kids. Uh, He's from, he's a Pittsburgh kid. He set it up to help kids in his, uh, in his neighborhood. Mm. Um, And yeah, since, uh, since uh, the incident donations to his charity flowed in um, and looking at it last night, it's currently at 8.7 million. Like it's it's insane, it's and crazy. the best thing is that he lived to see that, um, and a lot of good came out of it. But Definitely. yeah, but wonderful kid. Yeah, mm. I mean, prior to that incident, like how many people like know the league didn't really know too much about Demar. Exactly. Demar's a household name in in the states now just exactly. because of this. Exactly. And props to the NFL; like, they've looked after him in regards to contract wise. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it, but like they've looked after yeah, him, so it's. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we're moving forward. I'm glad he's recovering well. Hopefully, it's we'll see what the next steps are. But it was just yep, crazy. 100%. It was, yeah, never seen anything like it. So, and hope we never do. Exactly, yeah. mate. Spot on. Okay, my last little thing before we get to the playoffs. Um, we're talking off air. The Bears, mate. They managed to get the first <laughs> oh, first yes. overall pick up. The Bears, and it was bizarre because. <laughs> They lose week 18, obviously. The Texans are pretty much locked in for the, the, the worst record, the number one pick. And then I think it was fourth and 20. Yeah. And they've just slung at the Texans and scored in the in goal. I think, was it against the Colts? <laughs> yeah, of course it was against the Colts. Of course it was against the Colts. The worst team in the league this season. I think their safety or defensive back, it was one of the worst, worst jumps, worst. Just, I've never seen anything like it. And they score for a touchdown you, and then. You don't even need to catch it. Just whack it. That's it. It was, like, I'm not, it was just bizarre. And you're thinking, yeah, number one pick, there it is. And then your man, Lovey Smith, we uh, can get to that in a second. He's going, fuck it. We're going, we're going for the two. <laughs> Let's finish this. You want to fire me after one year? I'm ruining your number one pick. Exactly. So I guess, yeah, for the listeners, the, the head coach, Lovey Smith, he's been um, fired literally the day after. It wasn't even that. It was a few hours. Hours after, <laughs> after the game. And here he is finishing the game. They've just won. Um, he's on the podium in the press press conference. So, do you think you'll be here next year, Lovey? Bloody oath, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will, I and I expect to be. I expect to be. And hours later, he's gone. He's ruined the franchise's first round pick. So, how'd you find that, mate? That was bizarre. I, I loved it. I, as this was uh, in the early window game, so I I was watching. I think the Bills Patriots, and I was keeping an eye on this one. And early on, they were leading too. So I was there, just like, oh yes. Um, please, Lovey, just on your way out. Because we should say, um, Lovey, uh, this was his first year as the Texans coach. Uh, last year, their coach, David Cully, it was his first year. This franchise is very much, they... they Churn and burn. They churn and burn. And um, there was issues around the coach hiring process last year in which they were accused uh, by, uh, I think, Brian Flores, mm-hmm. basically, uh, and the league as a whole, of... Um, uh, you know, in terms of when they interview coaches, uh, black coaches, or, or just coaches, mm. um, minority groups, they do it more as a tokenism kind of thing rather than an actual interview. Yeah. 
And so many thought that maybe uh, hiring Lovey Smith was them going, oh, no, no, look, look, look we're, we're hiring a black coach. Yeah. We're going to fire him a year later, but uh, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so many people thought that they were going to go in a different direction based on how they went this year. So many people were expecting Lovey to be moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Lovey, uh, you know, he's, I think, 70. He, this was his third NFL head coaching gig. He knows. He's not he, dumb. He's yeah. not dumb. He knows. So he goes, well, I'm going to go. Should, will I go out, you know, purposely trying to lose? Or am I going to go out, you know, on my two feet <laughs> winning a game? And I, I love the articles about it because it was just like even when winning uh, or just like even when winning the Texans lose or they can't even lose right. Um, but, but I thought it was great. And Chicago are just loving it because – they fall into that number one seed, the, uh, the number one pick, and they have, you know, the most cap space, and they don't feel like the worst team. It's yeah. a great result for the Bears. It's crazy. Like, this this could be crucial for the Texans. Like, they need a quarterback, in my opinion. Mm. Obviously, Bryce Young's kind of the guy that's going to be the top number one um, prospect coming in to the league next season. I don't know. Do you reckon like, – because a team can trade up now for that number one pick if – Yeah. If, if – I'll get to a question in a sec. If the Bears decide that they're locked on their quarterback, which I'll ask you in a sec, yeah. you know, they can, someone can trade up, take a, you know, if they don't want that number one pick. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It could really ruin the Texans. So I, I love it from that side. Yeah. But I guess to the Bears, Justin Fields, start of the, he's had a slow start to his career. Yeah. But I'd probably say from the halfway point of this season, just electric. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anyone move like that. No. On their, like, he is gliding, bro. Like, he's oh. gliding through the air. It's crazy. Like, he's like a, a track athlete. I've never yeah. seen anything like that. It's bizarre. He felt like there was almost one of those plays each week in the second each half week. of the season. And it was fantastic to watch. And um, he was one of those real top um, prospects identified at QB coming out of Ohio, Ohio State. And, um, yeah, it, it felt like, oh, he wasn't really living up to potential. But there wasn't a lot around him and there was coaching issues and, and that. Um, but still, there, there was stuff he needed to improve on. And I think as well as how he moved, his passing got a lot better. Um, so, yeah, if I'm Chicago, I, I think I build around him still. And even if you bring in someone as a backup, kind of help him out and, and give yourself a bit of an option, but I, I, I wouldn't be going taking a rookie QB in this draft at this stage. Maybe they go for, yeah, like a, an edge defensive lineman or something, someone just aggressive or a yeah. linebacker. Yeah. It, it's exciting. So, as you said, the Bears, like, started the year 2-1. and one. I think they finished 1-13. and 13, And they were in so many games, close games, and it felt yeah. like they were a lot better than they were. Yep. They get the number one pick, mate. As you said, lots of cat room. It's a win, 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 yep. win. I think so. Okay. We'll roll through the next few segments, and then we'll get into our preview. Yep. The MVP race. Do you want me to kind of explain how I saw it coming, or do you want to explain it firsthand, I guess, because... Jalen Hurts was, was in it as an Eagles fan. What were you thinking during this process? Yeah. I'll start like, yeah, go I thought Josh Allen mm-hmm. was the clear front runner to start things off maybe first four to six weeks. Yep. And then we all know about the niggly injury, the shoulder and stuff, and mm-hmm. things kind of, they had a rocky road for a few, a few, uh, few weeks and it opened the conversation. Yep. The can of worms came out and that's where I thought your man stepped up and took over. Yeah, I think um, Hurts, very much a huge part of, why the Eagles were so good throughout the uh, most of this year. Yeah, he, he really took control. He stepped up, took his game to another level. He, like mentioned with Fields, he's really good at um, being able to move. So if something breaks down, he 
and the passing options out of play, he can get that first down and, you know, a lot more most of the time. But, yeah, he really came in clutch, really came in clutch uh, for a number of their games. And, yeah, I, I think him, uh, him and Mahomes were, um, were really fighting for that, that MVP um, in the later half of the season um, with, I think, Jalen maybe one or two steps just ahead. I agree. Um, and yeah, then I'll was. give it back to you with how you think it. Yeah, so I thought, what were they? They were thirteen and one yep. before he got injured, and I thought, like, I don't care how good Mahomes is this year. Like, if Jalen Hurts finishes sixteen and one or fifteen and two, like, you got to give it to him, kind of thing. He's gonna have the best record in the league. Like, it's just kind of how it works. And then the injury unfortunately happened, took time off, and I hope that they reap the reward for that in the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. freshen him up. But then similar to last year, which the Aaron Rodgers thing, Tom Brady, it was kind of. Last man standing, who didn't crumble. Rogers was kind of that. He got the back-to-back MVP. But I feel like Mahomes, he's had a really good year. Um, led the league in um, passing yards, most TDs. 12 interceptions, which is a bit high, but mm. regular season, I think he's locked in for the playoffs. Um, led the league in the QBR. And I feel like he was not the last man standing, but he was just solid all the way through. Yeah. Played all the games. Obviously, as I said, led the league in those, some of those major statistics categories. But that's where I kind of feel like it was... It came down to the last month for me. I think so, De- definitely. Um, Mahomes really in that last month with Hertz sidelined, um, he took a hold of that. And yeah, he'll he'll, he'll get it. He'll earn it. Um, like you said, uh, Allen started really well, but had that shoulder injury. I think Burrow, who's finished really well, yeah, um, in like terms that. of getting the Bengals back, he had the almost the opposite issue in that he didn't start well. Um, She's in a row now, hey? It's yeah, interesting. They had that. They were 0 2, I think. And yeah, they were looking a bit shaky there at the start. Um, things settled, and it, it almost felt like he didn't have that normal Joe Burrow swagger at the start, mm. which he has now, which is really good for them going into the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I, I see him maybe, you know, stepping into that MVP in seasons to come if he can just work on that start of the season. Uh, Mahomes, is this his second or third? Second, second, second I think. You just feel like he's, you know, has three or four just the way he's been um, his entire career. But, yeah, look, it's very much deserved. I expect him to be named MVP. Awesome. Um, at the start of the year with Josh Allen, were you, say, like the first three, four, five weeks, are you thinking who's going to take this award off him? Because he comes out of the gates guns blazing and everyone's saying Bill's unbeaten, Bill's 16 and 1, mm. 15 and 2 kind of thing. Or you think, like, you know, you've seen it in the past few years how all the hype's early and then things can change drastically. It's, it's a tough one with the Bills because I, I fully, I was probably more on that camp because I, I thought same, same. the way that last season ended for them in that they, like, best, I think the best team to ever lose a game, like, with how good they were in that game against the Chiefs. Ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, the once a few injuries popped up. Um, and there were a few, you could say there was a bit of frustration. There was a few games there that they, they let slip that they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they, they steer the ship. And I think they've proven to be one of the more consistent teams over the last few years. Um, so I, I was never worried, but I thought, ah, oh, there's a bit of a, you know, uh, a part here that they need to fix. I think they have. Um, I, I, and the way the, the Hamlin incident we mentioned, mm. how that's went because it's trended in a positive. Yes. Um, I think that helps them. That that almost acts as just extra fuel fire yep. to, to push and try and get to that Super Bowl. Spot on. Agree with my homes. I guess my last little question for the this this discussion for you. 
as an Eagles fan, like biased or not, yeah, I know you're not, you see the league, um, league wide. You see, you tell it how it is. Was it round like week 11, 12, 13, where you're going like, fuck? I think if he stays fit, like he's he's a front run, he's locked in. Are you like getting a bit excited, yeah, or are you? I th- I think so. What's your pro- process thinking there? Yeah, no, I, I think I think definitely, and I think I was excited because I'm like, I don't know. Whereas like I'm a Holmes or an Allen, I'm like, I've seen a few years of consistent to yeah. know that they're going to be good players for their careers. Uh, Hertz, this was his breakout year um, in terms of stepping up. Um, I hope that he continues this path, but I don't know. So the idea of him getting MVP would have at least been like, all right, he's got that, you know, whatever happens next. Um, Similar to like a Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, he got the league MVP and we're going to talk about him a yep. bit later. It's kind of, yeah, like you locked that in the bank. You've kind of, mm. you've proven yourself and it's like, yeah. no, Maybe it's a good thing if he doesn't get it because it's Hungry. that like, hey, you were really good this year, but you could be better. You, be you, you weren't, you're, yeah. still, you're still not there. Mahomes is still king of this league. So that's what you've got to aim for. So I, 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 I see the positive in it. Mm. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, and I think Mahomes says that they all say this, they'd rather win a Super Bowl than the MVP. So. See how it goes. Spot on, mate. Um, we've talked previous, previous, eh, we've talked previous years, the player awards. We don't really like to get into the nitty gritty of it because there's just so many in the NFL. Yeah. It's just bizarre. But one that I think is really important because coaching yep. is it's such a coach heavy, you know, offensive, defensive coordinators, head coach. Like there's so many coaching aspects to it, little um, specific teams and whatnot. Coach of the year, you know, your Eagles, 49ers, Giants, but you've got someone else. Do you want to quickly roll through? Your process thinking there or who you think could yep. go as long as you want. But yeah, yeah no coach of the year, what are you thinking? Basically, the way I see this is I look at where the team was before, um, before the year mm-hmm. like, and what the coach did to get them to where they are. Um, and in terms of a team that I think went from, you know, the bottom to not the top, but like they went, they made so many advancements and, and such a leap um, is the Jaguars and their head coach, Doug Peterson, for me, uh, should be the one to get this award. Okay. Um, I know, obviously, Nick Sirianni with the Eagles, what he's done with them has been fantastic. Um, I thought Eagles, I thought a lot of people saw this uh, coming in terms of uh, they just snuck into the playoffs last year on the back of Sirianni's first year. Um, and they thought, yep, he will improve in year two. Um, Eagles should win based on who they had. They should win the division. They did. Um, they probably went a little bit better than a lot of people thought, but yeah. still I, I think it's kind of where people thought the Eagles would be. Yep. But the Jags, people were just like, oh, maybe they can, you know, climb a bit from bottom where they were. They were in, it was a dumpster fire last year because, you know, the second year in a row they finished with the worst record in the league. Um, they had the disastrous year under Urban Meyer where everything went wrong. And, and it was almost a worry of, is there permanent damage here to their, you know, generational talent in Trevor Lawrence? Like he didn't look like what people were saying about him coming out of college. And, and then this year, Doug Peterson came in, they started well, went on a bit of a slump, um, but he got them back up to win, um, you know, almost every one of their last games in about half of the year to, to somehow usurp the Titans and take the AFC South championship. Amazing. Just added that stability for Lawrence. Yeah, we'll get to our preview in a sec, but I, I honestly didn't have it on my ballot for Coach of the Year, but I love that. Yeah. I, I'm going to go Nick Serrani. Um, Serrani mm. but Doug Peterson, I love that. Yeah. I think, yeah, as that stability, good coach, they've recovered as a franchise. 
and there's kind of like a pathway now to that next step. Yeah, got the yeah. We're we're gonna see how he performs this week. Yeah, Doug Peterson, unreal. Should we get into the games, mate? Preview the games. Yeah, I think so. We'll go in order, like the game. Like yeah, I think ske- so. schedule order. Yep. The um, so Sunday for us, I've got the Seahawks at the 49ers. Yep. Probably not that exciting of a clash, but there's some. Like, there's some exciting little talking points, I guess, like Seahawks, Geno Smith. I was going to say, one thing I'd like to say, I think awesome. Geno has been really good this year. Awesome. And I would put him as possibly the second best quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFC yep. um, behind Hurts. Yes. Just because I think, like, from what the expectations were, it, he's really been a shining light for them. Like, he, he's outplayed Russell Wilson this year. Like That's where they, the they, trade they, comes like, back. Seattle, that's the thing. <laughs> Seattle have, have had a better year under under Gino, um, you know, who, you know, not a spring chicken. It's his 10th year in the league um, and he's had to battle a number of issues, but I, I think he's done really well for them. Yep. And it just adds a bit of stability to them so they can kind of be like, all right, we've got a decent quarterback here we can kind of work around. Uh, and even if you get a young guy in the future in the yeah. next year or two, he's going to be there or he can be there and yeah. just be stable, guide the young guy through. I, just, think, I think so. Like, Geno Smith, he's been with the Jets, Giants, Chargers. Now yeah. he's at the Seahawks. Yep. And I know they've played an extra game, like they're playing 17 games now, mm. but he's got like the Seattle passing record this year. Yeah, which, which shouldn't be, no, it shouldn't be scoffed at. Yeah. So I think it's been awesome. And there were, I know it's a long shout there, but there were small MVP discussions probably at like week 10, 11, 12 around yeah. there. Because I think they were, what, seven and three? And then they kind of crumbled for they, a bit. They did, yeah. They, they were doing really well. Um. So, yeah, I, I thought those were warranted at the time. It's, like a, it's, it's worth discussing because, you know, playing unreal for them. But, uh, yeah, look, I think, like you said, they, they crumbled a bit in the later half of the season. They, they sneak into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they what had, a crazy way to sneak in as well. It is, yeah. Um, that was OT very win against the Rams and then they rely uh, on the Packers to lose. Yeah. <laughs> but good uh, on them. They're there. That's how it works. It is. Yeah, exactly. They got there. They, they put themselves in a position to – be alive in that last week. That's it. And they got there. Now, I don't think they're lasting past the 49ers who are on a 10-game winning streak um, with uh, good old Brock Purdy, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. How Uh, good is that? Oh, I love it. Um, So I'm sitting there like, they've obviously got a star-starter team, stacked team. They start, um, 49ers start the year a bit sluggish, a bit slow, and I'm thinking, oh, but they've done that over the past few years. Yeah. Breaking news. CMC, my man, McCaffrey traded. I'm like, holy shit, here yeah, we go. Here we go. Oh, it's it. it yeah. <laughs> and then it might have been a week or two later, maybe the next week, Jimmy G goes down injured. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. They've mortgaged the, mortgaged the kitchen sink. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> What's going to happen here? Yeah. <laughs> then Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy rolls in. Five and I was a starter. I think he's six and I when he came into that game. Yeah. And he is so calm, collected. Kim and Kittle are connecting nicely. Mm. Like it's, I, I just like it. It's a great story. It's like, unreal, mate. I mean, you know, it's been hammered home a million times of, mm. of how late in the draft Brady went. Yes. But, but that's the, the thing you think about it in terms of like, is this the next great quarterback to come from so low in the draft? And, the th- and I think the fact he was the actual last is it, just amazing. And the look, third String quarterback. Yeah, he is. It's their third option. They lose Trey Lance very early on in the season, who they basically, in the offseason, they tried to get rid of Garoppolo because they were that invested in Lance. They're very thankful that they haven't because of what happens. Uh, Garoppolo, he does fine. I, I think he's, he was, he's a, a, an average to good quarterback. 
Um, I agree. Then, We've talked about this before. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'm not the biggest fan, but like he's above no, average. And, and I expect him to be traded in the offseason because I think they'll pursue Lance and they'll be happy with Purdy as their backup. This is where I want to ask the yeah. next question. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, Purdy comes in and uh, it's not just that he's just like a passenger, just make the passes there mm. and we'll rely on the run. He's making really good throws. Yes. You know, he now it is, at some point, whether it's this year, next year, it's going to come down to earth a bit for Purdy. But for now, he's doing so well riding on the back of this great 49ers team that are just, they feel like the team that are just on the biggest roll going into these playoffs. What happens, Matt? Because it kind of reminds me of when your Eagles went to the Super Bowl and Nick Foles led them. He was the backup. Mm -hmm. What happens if they even get to an NFC championship game, which is very They're possible. projected to, like the number two seed, they put himself yep. in a really good position. Or if they get to a Super Bowl, yep. I agree, Jimmy G is going to get traded or moved on. You've got these two younger guys now. We know Trey Lance. Surely Brock Purdy has to be given the first crack. But this has happened I, before with other teams. Yeah, like I know it becomes political, like yeah. the higher draft pick, he's our guy, we're going to stick with him. But like, I know what happens in the NFL, but I can't really wrap my head around it. Like, mm. If he's got you in this position, I know there's star-studded lineup, Debo uh, Samuel, Ayuk, CMC, all this. I know that George Kittle, I think they're the best defense in the league, like fucking mm. phenomenal. I know all these things, but surely you give him the first sniff at least. So you sit him down and say, look, last year was incredible. We got to a Super Bowl. Just for example, like quotation marks, we got to a Super Bowl. Yep. I'm giving you three weeks, weeks, four weeks. Mm. Week four, if things go off the rails, we're going to have to look at other options maybe. But yeah. Is, is that fair for me to say? I know it sounds crazy, but... But, I mean, like, if he takes them that far, like, I mean, the calls will be there to start Purdy. And because I, I think, yeah, you know, is, it, is it easier to start Lance and if Lance doesn't go well yeah. to bring Purdy in or You're do right. you go Purdy? Look, I, the good thing is I think they're in a good position either way because yeah. whichever one they do, the other one can come in and play really well. And they're different. They're different. Uh, they're di- very different quarterbacks. I think Lance has a bit more of a running game to him. Maybe you see something funky. I know we're totally off track now. No, but, but we see them both like get reps but, in games well, and stuff. Well, they could. You think of like with the Saints and how they use um, uh, Hill. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think it, it's going to be interesting. I'm very intrigued to see how far they go. Uh, but I, I mean, I see them flying through the Seattle. I've got 49ers by 17. Yep. Beautiful. Um, yeah, we'll wrap that one up. Maybe we're sitting here next week and saying, wow, <laughs> Rock Purdy's first playoff game. What a shit <laughs> Apple crumble. <Yeah. laughs> All right, mate, we've got to keep the show yeah, rolling. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah, I'm expecting 49ers to roll that one. This is good. Chargers, the five seed, take on Jacksonville Jaguars. They've snuck home in that week 18 clash, took the division. Yep. Justin Herbert. Absolute start, absolute star. They've got Austin Eckler there, Keenan Allen, Michael Williams questionable, Gerard Everett, their um, tight end. I've liked him. I've had him in yeah, fantasy this did. year. And they've kind of got those two vets, Joey Bosa. I think he's questionable or he got injured last week, but I hope he's good to go. From what I hear, Bosa's okay. Okay. Bosa should be good. Um, and I think you mentioned, yeah, Williams, I think contusion on the back. So they'll see how he goes. Mm. We'll get into it in a sec, Staley's coaching, but yeah. Yeah. Khalil Mack, like they've got these two solid defensive vets can kind of leak like it's no one really talks about the Chargers defense for me it's all about yeah. obviously Herbert so you've got that side of the ball and then Jacksonville like I personally wasn't last week didn't rock my socks off but they got no. the job done which is awesome 
Um, but they're at home. The crowd's going to be roaring. They, the excitement's going to be through the roof. I think they've got an underrated defense. So oh, massive. They uh, win that game last week because of their defense. Exactly. So if they can keep them in this game, like Justin Herbert is a whole other kettle of fish to who was the... Um, yeah. Uh, he did so well. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Uh, Josh Dobbs, who... What a great story. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. He'd been in the team for like 17 days. Yeah. Like, yeah. A hard ask. And I thought he was doing pretty well. So, yeah. No, I agree. And then, yeah, we, you talk about the coach of the year. I'm Doug Peterson. The magical run to get to the playoffs. What do you reckon here, mate? This is, a, this is like a two young quarterbacks. Could be high scoring. Yeah. I'm really excited for this game because I don't know what way it's going to go. Yeah, this might be the game I'm most interested in. Yep. I don't think it'll be the best game, but I think it's the one I'm most interested in because I think this has like almost a 50-50 split in terms of what people think, uh, uh, how it could go. Um, you've Like you said, you've got two young generational quarterbacks and Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Um, you've got some really exciting weapons, um, both attacks mentioned charges, what they have, the Jags, uh, Travis, uh, Etne, who oh, missed, thankfully missed all of last year's dumpster fire. Um, and he's been fantastic he's for them, trick, yeah. but yeah, they, they've, like you said, the last week wasn't the best, uh, offensive performance, but they made it there. And, they're going to be at home um, in front of that Jacksonville crowd who are, you know, real into it. Um, it's going to be really exciting to see how this works. Are you – might sound a bit unfair, but are you sold on Trevor Lawrence yet? Because last year we all know the Urban Myers thing, like it was a disaster. Yep. But I'm glad we're past that. This year they start pretty well, then they have a slump and they kind of – kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest. Like the back end of the season just shot out of nowhere. Magical run. We've talked about it. Amazing. I'm maybe the inconsistency is the wrong word, but I'm still just cautious of him. Yeah, no, I think it's but, fair to be cautious. I think last year, the, his it just what it did, it just damaged his confidence so much that I, I don't think he fully gained it until midway through this year. And, and at times, I think it's still there's still doubt. Yes, um, because and and you know we should say Trevor Lawrence, the talk of him going into the draft years ago oh, like it like astronomical astronomical like it, there hadn't been that talk for you know ages about the talent that he could he could bring i think that's where it sort of that's yep. where it gets for me like maybe i get too impatient i'm like mm. all this hype like not saying it's bullshit or anything i'm like oh it, it, it's natural it happens but i'm like okay here we go like i'm so excited and then you sit there like okay but You've got to be patient sometimes with these guys. Yeah, definitely. Look, I think if he can find the confidence that Burrow shows on a weekly basis, mm. I, I think the talent's there. Yeah. Um, and once he, he gets that, gets more consistent, I think he's going to be like, you, you look at it from this perspective of look at the talent you've got in the West. You've got Burrow in the North. Mm. You've got Allen in the East. And now the South has that yeah. generational talent in Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, I, I think, at the moment, it, it's right to be cautious. I still think Herbert's the better out of the two. Good, yeah. Um, but like you said, you look at the bar that Trevor Lawrence had coming out of college, the bar that Herbert had. Yeah. Herbert's over-delivered. Yeah. That's, that's just what it is. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be a close one. I've got the Jags winning by three. But, oh, it's <laughs> like... I love it. I'm going to go on the other side of the fence just for the podcast, but just only because I think we might talk about it next week, like quarterbacks I trust. Mm. And I just feel like, not fl- I just trust Herbert more. Mm. And I'm, to- I'm happy to be totally wrong here. As I said, um, Jags at home. 
You were high on the charge at the start of the year on so many people were. This is their chance to get in the play. Like, they're yeah. in the playoffs now. If they can win a game or two, it's like, they're the real deal. And we can mm. kind of see Herbert's next step, next elevation. Mm. Yeah. Back to the Trevor Lawrence thing. Like, you're right. This could be his division for the next five, ten years. Mm. Like, he could own, own the South. Yep. But I'm going, yeah, this is, I think this yeah. comes down to, obviously, fourth quarter, maybe the last possession or two, maybe yeah. the two-minute drill, two-minute warning. I've just got to go to the charges, just, just purely based on the yeah. quarterback talent. Yeah. And it's probably unfair. It could come down to one play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really excited for this. Yep. I, as you said, I don't, it might not be the best quality game, but probably the most, um, you know, the predictability, what's yep. going to happen, who's going to stand up. I'm really excited. The coaching, I know, you, do you want to touch base? Yeah, I was, was going to say before we go. This could the, be crucial. Yeah, well, I mean, the criticism of Staley in terms of, and it wasn't just last week, it was earlier this season when Herbert had his injury issues. Mm. They, they, I don't know why they had him out there because um, you you've got such a talent. You do not risk that. Just let him, and, and whether it's Herbert's, like Herbert wants to be there or not, it's really tough as, the, as the coach, you've got to, because Herbert would go out there with one arm. Like a lot of these players do, you've got to be responsible enough to pull them back and, you know, think for them. Um, last week, they, they can't, yeah, because they play in the, the later window. The, um, for those casual listeners, there's like the 5, 5 a.m. slot, then yeah. it's like the 8, 8 a.m. slot. Yeah. So games happen and you know the results of those games, and then yeah. there's another slate of three or four games. So you know kind of what's happened and it's going into the last week. You can, you can kind of predict what's going to happen or where teams are going to finish. Yeah, exactly. And because of the Ravens' loss earlier in the day, the Chargers can't move out of where they are. They're locked into that uh, number five seat. Yep. So what a lot of teams do and what a lot of teams did is resting those players for the next week. For some reason, the Chargers played all their starters and they weren't taken off until well into like the fourth quarter, um, including Herbert. Um, we saw Mike Williams, he gets injured. That's, this is why you need to be careful with these decisions. Um, they were obviously trying to win the game. They didn't win the game. And, you know, you now go into a playoff game, no the back of a loss with kind of and, – and you can't even use the excuse of, we, oh, well, we rested players. We, we didn't. We, we lost and we kind of just tucked tail in that last fourth quarter and just – so that's my major worry with Chuch and why I've leaned Jags is I wonder if that's going to come back to bite Staley. Because I think he's a good coach who just makes poor decisions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fair. Some of the fourth down decisions, like, maybe we talk about it next week. There's, I know there's all the advanced analytics and stuff. Oh, they've got a 54.7% chance here. If we complete this, we're going to, you know, there's a 37% chance more we're going to score a touchdown in this next. Yeah. Like, I, I not understand all that, yeah. but sometimes you just sit there like, what are you doing? But we'll see. You've probably twisted my arm a bit with Jacksonville, like momentum. That's silly, you know, the silly decisions from the, the Chargers. I guess Jacksonville have won a playoff game like two or three years ago. They went the, I think the last time they were in the playoffs, they made it to the championship yeah. game. So maybe that, who knows, but we'll see. I'll stick with Chargers. You're on Jacksonville. I love yep. it. I love it. All right, we'll roll to the Monday morning for us. Mm-hmm. This one kind of sucks. <laughs> we don't need long on this one. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins, the seventh seed, they've snuck in. What was it? They lost five or six in a row. Like eight, and, eight and three. Yeah. And they've lost <sighs> five in a row. Man, I... They, they get in, basically, um, came down to three teams in that last week, either Patriots, uh, Miami, or Pittsburgh. Um, 
uh, with Patriots losing to the Bills, all they need is a win over the Jets, who are similarly in a position very similar to those two teams where started really well, but things just kind of collapsed. Um, and I, oh man, watching the highlights of that 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 Jets Dolphins twelve nine or something. It was eleven six. Oh yeah, the safety. It was <laughs> a last a last little kick. A, a, Kick with 24 seconds to go up 9-6, and then Jets try and, you know, create a miracle play and see to safety 11-6, stupid bullshit score. Um, yeah, look, they, they, they're crawling in. Uh, Tua Tungabailoa, who's had concussion issues throughout this year, been a major topic for them. He's ruled out, thank God, just wrapping main bubble wrap, plan for next year. Uh, they're back up. Um, Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, yeah, Bridgewater. Uh, he's questionable. Yep. It, it looks more likely he won't. Um, so they, they're on their uh, Thompson, Skylar Thompson. Their third string. I feel sorry for her. Look, they're, yeah, they're, they're going into a slaughter in Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo roll, Buffalo win 24, and I think that's being generous. So There it is, listeners. There's not much to say about this game. I've, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, we've, we've talked about the Bills, good defense, superstar quarterback. They're going to roll. They're yep. at home. Um, I've really enjoyed the Dolphins this year. I think it sucks. Yeah. Like, just the back end of the year, they couldn't get a win or two just to, like, lock themselves in the playoffs. They could have arrested a few guys or whatnot. Yeah. I've loved, absolutely loved the Tyreek Hill, Hill edition. Yeah. Jalen Waddle, one-two combination. And I guess to end, like, the um, Mike McDaniel, the head coach. Yeah, look, I, I like him because he's different. Yeah. He's, he's, he's nerdy he, little geeky yeah, guy. he's nerdy, but, but like, it's, it's good. He's fun. Quirky. Quir- quirky. Look, yeah. I think there's good stuff there. I. Obviously, all the stuff with Tua and the quarterback situation, uh, it's been tough. They can sort that out. I think they can be a consistent playoff team. I agree. Um, I don't think they're winning the division anytime soon the way the Bills are, but I see them being in that five to seven seed. Yep. You know, they can, if they get it right consistently, they've got enough talent there. Yep. Um, but no, I, I like him as a, as a head coach. He, like, like many head coaches, still learning, will still make mistakes, but... Hold on. Yep. Yep, I've got the Bills there, mate. Slaughterhouse. I do just want to, we'll just talk about this for a few minutes, mm. the tour situation, because at yep. the start of the year, we joked around, it's like, they've got all these um, weapons mm. and we giggled like, oh, is he going to be able to throw it that far to him? Yep. Like that. But he's been, I think like, I'm, I'm a tour fan. I think I've told you this at the start of the season. Yeah, you've, you've agreed to me and yep. stuff. Like, I'm not saying he's a superstar. He's going to be a top five quarterback. He's going to, you know, individually shred the league up or whatever, win an MVP, win a Super Bowl, whatever. But like, I think the joke's over where I just think like he's above average. He's solid. If they've put him in this system and it's worked for him. Like if you've just mold the system around him, work to his strengths, it's come off. He's had an amazing year. And then I guess that rolls over to the concussion stuff, which is, yeah. which sucks. Yeah. And you look at, look at his stats. His stats are very good. Very, um, he's leading when, the league in some at, of the major yeah, stuff. He's a very good quarterback. Um, he's just been hampered by injuries and the concussions. And, you know, that, they messed this up at the start of the year yeah. where he gets that the knock in week three against the Bills, um, which they try and pass off as, oh, it was like a, neck I think they injury. said a neck issue. It was clearly a concussion. Oh. They, he plays the next week, and what happens against the Bengals, gets another head knock, and it's a scary so situation. Scary. Which, looking at what happened to DeMar Hamlin, and, you know, you bring it up because it's just how it is, but, you know, it could have been so much worse than what it was. And the fact he was in that position, you know, it was reckless. I know a medical consultant who cleared him got fired because of it. It's fucked And then up. he gets another head – he gets a third head knock late in the season, I think on Christmas Day against the Packers. 
And it's just like, oh man, um, you know, you just worry. And I know the talk, like I think he's had conversations with his own family about whether he should be doing this or like playing this week or continue playing, continue playing it all. Like yeah. it's, that's how serious the discussions are. And I mean, if it's at that point, you know, don't even worry about the rest of the year. Like I can't believe the discussion like is two are going to play. Like oh, no, sit it, him down. Sit I'll, him down. F- I'll feel disgusted that, watching that, that game. Like, yeah. Oh, you, you, it, it would just be, you'd just be too worried. And yeah, you just couldn't, couldn't deal with it. Like as soon as, he had that third knock against the Packers. I would have basically held a press conference and just been like, Tua's not playing the rest of the year. Shut you, him down. You, yeah, like throw all the use you want at me, but I want my player mm-hmm. to be good for, you know, his Thank life. You. Like this is how serious it is. We'll evaluate him in the off season mm-hmm. and, and pursue that. Yep. That's what you do. Um, but, yeah, that, that's the main thing coming out of Miami, unfortunately, because they've had a, a good year. They have. And it's been overshadowed by this bullshit. And yeah, yeah I'd, I've just really enjoyed watching them. It sucks how it ended, but yeah. We'll see how they go. Never know. Miracles happen. Yeah. <clears throat> this is exciting. This is really exciting. Giants at the Vikings. We've, I won't say we're both high on the Vikings this year, but we had them in the playoffs. Yeah. You can, I've actually haven't talked to you about them. You can tell me what you, th- you <laughs> think about them in a sec. But um, yeah, Brian Dable for the Giants, like I love. I think mm. he'll have this team fired up. Yeah. Do, you, do we or do I trust? Do you trust? Do we trust Danny Dimes? Saquon's been amazing. I think he had an injury, maybe just over half the three quarter marks for the season. Yeah, kind of slowed down a bit, but hopefully they can peak him up for this game. Thought he's been really good this year. Mm-hmm. I think actually maybe going into a contract year. So wink, wink. That might. Yep. That might. <laughs> that might say a bit. Very much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess yeah, the main talking points of for this is the Vikings. Like yeah. Kirk Cousins, I don't trust him. He's one and three in the playoffs, but. He's been – you can't beat around the bush. He's been pretty good this year. He's been amazing yeah. this year, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I think the Vikings are 11-0 and 0 in one-possession games this year. Yeah. and Like, they've <laughs> just somehow managed to get it done. And then I think to that they've got, like, the worst plus-minus for, like, a team that's won 10-plus games or something. Yeah, like, which – yeah. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous to try and wrap your head around it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've been – I thought they would be good. I, I yeah. expected – I think we both had them as, like, a wild-card team. Yep. Um, but I, I, I think we were both high on them at the start of the year and saying that, hey, you know, we'll see they go. They could be pushing the Packers for that. And, and you know, they clearly won that division. Blitzed well, yeah, blitzed it. Um, it's such a weird one because they've been, you know, they were like the second-ranked team in the NFC for the majority of the year. But they felt they didn't feel like it. And, you know. It's like no one was scared of them. No one was yeah, ever going to be scared of them. it was just like that. But they were winning. They were winning. And, and that's all that matters. And um, they've gotten to this position. They finished in the free seed. Um, you know, the thing you do look at is in the losses they had, you know, they had a early blowout to the Eagles. The Cowboys torched them. Um, I think uh, the Lions got a win over them. Uh, so. There definitely there's issues there. Um, I think even and obviously they had that massive miracle comeback against the Colts, the biggest comeback in history. But the fact that they were down that much against the Colts, concerning, like it's concerning. It's mm. overshadowed because they came back. Mm. But and that was the Jeff Saturday Colts. Like it, 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 it <laughs> yeah. wasn't like wasn't yeah. a lot there. Yep. But um, so yeah, I think that oh, they go into this game and it's in Minnesota. But this, kind of like the Jags um, charges me, 
this is a very tough one to pick because the Giants, I think, go into this really boosted because, you know, that last week game, they play the Eagles with basically backups and they push them. They pushed them. They pushed them. Um, um, and they're going to go in with, you know, the ones that did play are going to feel great. The ones that were rested are going to be feeling great. Even better, yeah. So I, I think they're going in with a real shot. I actually have the Giants upsetting them by one. I think this is like, I, I don't know how it happens, but I, I see this as so close coming down. Um, won't go to overtime, but maybe it comes down to a late field goal from uh, the Giants mm-hmm. or maybe a missed one from wouldn't surprise me something ridiculous up the Vikings. Yeah. They're down one and it's four seconds to go mm. and they've got 47 yarder yeah. and they shank it off the post or something. something like I feel like stuff's gone their way all year, like um, other teams hitting the post and missing yeah. it. Like just, and I, I love Justin Jefferson. He's most likely oh. going to be offensive player of yeah. the year. Like led the league in rece- um, receiving yards. Like he's a superstar. Mm. But I, I've just, like just prime time Kirk. I, and I know the numbers are there this year. Like it's such a weird he, team. He's been better. He, he's Definitely had a good year for him, but he's still not that. You can say when you watch him versus when you watch your Allens, your Mahomes, yeah. those elite, you still see the difference. Definitely. Um, and, and didn't they go into like Buffalo and beat Buffalo and there was that weird, that crazy third third down pass with yeah. Jeff. Like just that crazy, like things just yeah, miraculously went their way. I don't know. It's hard to explain. That's the thing though. A lot of these times you talk about these wins they have, the name you mention isn't Cousins, it's Jefferson. Like, and I cry every time I see Justin Jefferson <laughs> because he was taken as the next pick oh, after yeah. my Eagles went for Jalen Rager. And I still don't know why. Imagine that. Oh. Yeah, that'll, that'll give you nightmares. Oh, Jefferson, Devontae Smith. Oh. Anyway, he, he's excellent. I, I think he's the best player, not a quarterback, in the MVP discussion. Yep. That's how good he is. Um, yeah. So, look, they could win it off the back of Jefferson, but we'll see. I'm going Vikings. I don't feel confident. I actually hate it. I feel, yeah. I feel sick just saying it. I should, yeah, I just, I'm not happy about saying it, but I'm going to say it yeah. purely based on just, if it's a close game, they've yeah. managed to just do it this year. That's, that's just how the, they live. That's the thing. If it's close, they know how to close it out. That's. We'll see. Yeah. No, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Giants get over like eight or 10 or something. Like they, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, they played a few weeks ago, so we yeah. kind of had a little bit of a preview. Mm. And I don't trust the Vikings defense, but we'll see. Yeah. We will see, mate. All right. We'll roll through these last few games. Ravens at the Bengals. Um, Bengals, I love. We've already yep. talked about Joe Burrow. He's a superstar. Um, DeMar Chase, obviously. T. Higgins, Boyd, Joe Mixon. Underrated defense. They play hard. They kind of like being the underdog. Like, no one really talks about them, these other quarterbacks yeah. um, in the AFC. And Joe Burrow just does his thing. I love him. The better O-line. Yeah. Um, and I just trust them. I trust them from last year. Mm. The experience they've gained, and I feel like once again they've timed their run perfectly. Yeah, I know it's it's probably unfair to say, but I think they were going to beat the Bills on that crazy Demar Hamlin incident. Yeah, they were leading. I think they were going to I think, pro- I, probably I, got fourteen three. Yeah, I was. I just thought they're in the zone. I don't know. I just yeah. I just I like what they're doing. Ravens. I don't really like what's happening. 
And I guess that leads to... Oh, do you, first, do you have any comments on the Bengals? I know you love them. Like, yeah. How are you feeling about them this year? Yeah, I, I love them. I, lo- I love Burrow especially because I feel like every week his press conference has a new, like, great, great. <laughs> the one this week was um, they asked him about a championship window and he said, baby, my whole career is a championship window. <laughs> How good. He's, oh, he's just, but it's great. He has Because he has this swagger, this confidence, and it... It goes into his style, which I love because it's so yeah. unique. He's such a likable guy as well. Yeah, he is. Um, and but he backs it up. Yeah, by any place, and it's it's tremendous to watch. I think their major concern going into this game is they've got a good O line, but the right side, I believe, nearly all of it, are busted, are injured. Um, they've got a few issues there. Um, and with the Ravens, <laughs> Ravens have been a weird team this year. Um, because they finished, was it 10 and 7 they finished, I think? Yeah, they, they never felt like a, a 10 and 7 team. They, always, they, they felt like they were barely, oh, barely, getting, yeah, barely getting there, but they, they locked up a position a few weeks ago, and it, it was such a weird one because um, obviously Lamar hasn't played in, you know, a month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, there's issues there, which, you know, you could say injury, but it's gone on a bit long that you start questioning there's other other stuff to it. Um, I think Tyler Huntley has uh, got his own injury issues, and unfortunately, he was looking like a really good backup the last few years. I like him, yeah. Yeah, but I think it's taken a step back this year. Um, so I'm not sure who's playing quarterback for him. But with the Ravens, their offense isn't the talking point. It's their defense. Their defense has been good, um, and they've restricted teams to. Um, Around fourteen, I think, on average, um, since the halfway point. Yeah. So that's really good. That's how I think. If they're going to win, they're just going to dra- make this a dogfight, drag yeah. the Bengals down. It might be like a maybe not twelve nine, but you know what I mean, like a seventeen ten or seventeen thirteen game, yeah. like a real just dogfight. Yeah. Um, Bengals love. I guess we're not going to know about the Ravens if. Well, the only thing I really want to talk about the Ravens right now because I just haven't been not not interested, but I agree. Like they've they've locked it up early. Mm. They've been tough, but it's the offense. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It's a weird situation. Holding out from a, well, he got, they wanted to sign him early on this season. My understanding is he wants 230 million, like the Deshaun Watson kind of contract. Yeah. Is his all guaranteed, like something up around there. So what I, I think he rejected a five year 250. Okay, Um, fuck. And I think, because um, I think Deshaun's, Deshaun's around the 230. Yes, yeah. Um, but His is I, all guaranteed, I think. His is all guaranteed, and I think it's not, it's lower than the five years. Or okay. there, there's something with it where it still wouldn't work out. Um, and, it, and I think it's a case of like, well, if that's what Deshaun's worth, I believe I'm, and, and, exactly. and I think the problem is with how bad Deshaun's been, and he's still getting that yeah. this year, Lamar's, further being just like, well, look, this is what I think. I think I'm that much better than him. He's getting that. I want this. And Lamar knows that, you know, you look at how many teams, oh, I'll give you Jets, Colts, Texans, Raiders, Commanders, Panthers, Saints. Those are teams that are in the market for a quarterback. Yep. Some of them will want a veteran quarterback. Yep. Some of them will pay that money definitely to Lamar. So Lamar is happy to wait. Okay. I, I agree with all those things, but apparently he's a really weird guy. And I kind of like, Compare it to basketball, like Kawhi Leonard in the NBA. He's mm. like 
just super strange off social media. You don't know what he's doing. He's yep. like held out from not contracts, but injuries. Like he said, I'm not playing. Yep. I don't trust, not, I don't trust your medical stuff, but he's got his own medical team mm. and stuff. Like it's yep. a crazy situation. Lamar, I think he missed five games last year. This season, if he doesn't play this weekend, it'll be five games again. Yep. So that's kind of a concerning thing. You want this mega money. Mm. I don't know where it goes. Like apparently he represents himself as well. So he don't, doesn't have a, yeah, well, which I'm, is like, I just like, so I've seen situations like this in the NBA guys don't take a contract. Yeah. And then next year they're on fucking 2 million a year when there's like a $40 million contract there or something. Yeah, like but, you're on peanuts. Like I've just seen this happen too many. I'm just like, just, I hope someone good in his corner. He's got a good little team, a whispering mate, just give him guidance. This is, yeah, definitely. This is the options. Like just take a deep breath and try and figure this out. Just yep. don't stuff it up. Yeah, completely agree. I think, um, you know, I think some players can be in a position, especially veteran players, to represent themselves. Mm. They have a lot more knowledge. They're a lot more level-headed. They understand what they're worth and, and a bit over there. Um, example on the Ravens team, Roquan Smith the other day, um, who signed a massive extension deal, um, who's been a huge part of their success. They signed him over from the Bears mid-season. Um, he represented himself. But Roquan, a bit more level-headed and experienced in the game. So I, I think um, I think you're right. I think if he's going to represent himself, he still needs people there to advise him mm. and just to kind of talk things out. And I hope he can get that because he's he's such a talent. And if he can get back to his best, I mean, it, geez, it's such a fun AFC if he's you know up there competing with those top quarterbacks. Yeah. Do you think? Well, I'm going to say it. I think he has to play. Oh, I I don't think he will play this game, but I kind of think he has to for his personal brand play this game. Yeah. It sounds crazy, and I, maybe I'm being obnoxious and jumping the gun too early and being hyperbolic, but, like, I just don't know what it does for his value if he wants that big deal. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. There's six, seven, eight teams out there that'll pay big money for a quarterback that need a quarterback because mm. quarterback carousel at the moment, and the, the talent is extremely good, but yeah. there's a slim picking. Exactly. How, how much are you going to get him for that season? You know, if, if like you said, this is this game. That's another five games missed. Yeah. You know, you're missing a quarter of your season, basically. And I just think, like, it gets to a point where I reckon there's a lot of frustration in the organization, the head coach, um, and the Ravens. I reckon they might be looking at another quarterback. It might be. I don't know. Maybe I'm, yeah. It's just a bizarre situation. Mm. I've seen it in the NBA. It's kind of surfacing as that in the NFL or in this situation. It's just strange. So mm. we'll see. I hope he plays. I don't, you reckon he will or no? Uh, no, I, I think it's been, he hasn't practiced. Yeah. I think it's been about 38 days since he has. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's a weird situation. I don't think he's, he himself wants to come back for this game. Um, and if you get shredded, I guess it goes against what I was saying before. It probably doesn't help either. They get absolutely flogged in here. It's a shocking he, game. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. He plays, plays badly. You know, it's only going to hurt his value, whereas it's kind of like a mystery now. Um, so. And I've got the numbers here. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Lamar, but I know he's talented when he's got his wheels out and stuff. We're not going to go down that alley right now, but I know he's like one and three in the playoffs. And if he goes one and, like, if he played and lost one and four, that'll get, I'll bring it up. That'll get brought up, like, on the big stage, what's happening. Definitely. All right. um, I'm guessing you're going with your man. I'm going Bengals seven. I think, like you said, I think think it's a close one because of that that Ravens defense. And it's always. When you've got these uh, division playoff games, it's always a little funky. So, yeah, Bengals by seven. Awesome. Last game, and I reckon we'll wrap the show up. We'll do some other wide receivers and quarterback rankings next week or something, mate. Yep. We've been Sounds good. 
Well, I always plan to do these shows like, yeah, 45 minutes and we just, we get stuck into it and yeah, it flows cover. nicely. That's right. We had to cover the whole season, you know, catch people up. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. Love it, mate. All right. I don't know if they did this last year, the Monday night game. Yeah, I'm just trying to think because they, they did. did they do three Saturdays and three Sundays? I think so. Yeah. My understanding is... I guess you think... Is it ESPN that have jumped this or maybe... I think they've... Someone's thrown massive money to get the Monday yeah, night slot. I guess, I guess you, you kind of look at it like the, um, the Bills-Chiefs game that was uh, cancelled um, very early. Yeah. That was a Monday night game. So this might be the NFL's way of saying, hey, look, you missed out on that. And, you know, hope, yeah. that was... We didn't touch it. Bengals Bills was probably the most anticipated game of the year. I was hanging. So for all it. the eyes were on it. That, yeah. That's what made it even more, you know, just a bizarre thing how it all went down. So yeah, look, they get a Monday night game. Mm. Um, it's not the best game. Cowboys number five seed at the Buccaneers. That division makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you want to start with this, mate. It's. Yeah. It's an interesting game because there's, I've got some numbers here and stats and I'm a bit worried yeah. for the Cowboys, but the Buccaneers have been, you fired away. Like I, I just have not enjoyed watching them this year. It's, no. It's um, terrible. So the Buccaneers, they win the NFC South with an eight and nine record. This is Tom Brady's first losing season as a starting quarterback, not just in the NFL, but at college at Michigan and high school in California. There you go. He's a starting quarterback. He's never had a losing season. He has one. They still win the division because the NFC South is terrible. It just seems unfair, eh? Like I, I, Tom Brady, the goat. Like he just it just fucking works out for him somehow. You know no, what I mean? Like you're put in this I'm situation so, because. And, and I'm going to say it here: the Bucks shouldn't be the team representing the South. I mean, to be fair, no one should. Yeah. But the team that should have was Carolina. And I and I'll say this in that: like no one was good, but Carolina to me, um, we're actually all right this yeah, year. Yeah, we and I think. They're going into a decision with their head coach. Um, their, their current interim one, Steve Wilkes, I think should get the job for another year or two because I actually think he improved the team and I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, they lose to the Bucks week 17 um, and unfortunately that knocks them out and Saints and Bucks get the division with one week to go. Instead of if they'd lost, Carolina beat New Orleans in that last round, they would have got it. And it just would have been a little bit like having a Carolina Cowboys, to me, it was just a bit more interesting. I feel like I've just seen... a fresh... Yeah, a fresh thing. Mm. There's, there were things that Carolina were doing, which was, you know, um, a bit fun. And, and I enjoyed watching them most out of all those South teams. Anyway, Bucks win the division. They get there, Brady's in again. And the fact is, Brady in the playoffs is Brady in the playoffs. He, he's, he knows what he to do once he's there. Um, and they come against a Cowboys team who, man, I, I don't know what to think of this because halfway through the year, it's almost like, I, like at one point I was getting worried um, as an Eagles fan with how the Cowboys were doing. Um, but they've been so inconsistent. They did not have a good showing in that last game against Washington and which they, they still had a fair amount of players in because, you know, at that point they were still trying to fight for a higher spot in the playoffs. But yeah, I think it's two teams that are coming into this not on great form. Okay. No, you've nailed it, mate. You've nailed it. I believe Brady's seven and all against the Cowboys in his career, and I just yep. like I wince and I go, "Oh, here we go." It's been a weird year for Brady, like off 
we don't have to go into it too much. Like, what a, what a year it's been. We did last season on retirement. What a great career the guy. And then he comes back and we're like, what? Yeah, he's not getting that again. You're not getting that again on the playbook. Yeah. And then he's had this crazy year, obviously, the marriage breakup and yeah. stuff, which for me was just too public. Like, we didn't need to see all this bullshit no, that was I, affecting him. No, I agree. And then there was all these stories, like he was going to uh, Robert Crafts, like, but, oh, there's a party over. Uh, he went to a party, like, on a Thursday night when he's, or Friday night when he's meant to be with the team and stuff. And it just, shit got leaked. And yeah. it was just, just, not a very happy situation and it kind of was miserable and mm-hmm. their performance was miserable. The team was miserable. And anyway, it was just in the media for the wrong things. And I get why he's, you know, the greatest of all time, whatever, da, da, da. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not enjoying watching this team play. He looks miserable. He's like, doesn't want to get hit anymore. Yeah. Doesn't get out of the pocket. He's, I think he um, broke an NFL record this season for most completions in a season. Yeah. Like he's just, Three, four, five yeah. yard darts, do, do, do. And you're yeah. sitting there like, oh my God. And then they're, they're dog shit for three quarters. In the fourth quarter, they somehow come alive. This zombie comes in and over. Yeah. Zombie Brady. And they've had like three or four game winning drives. Like in, it's just ridiculous. Like yeah. you can't make this shit up. And yeah, I just, I just want it to be over. If they win this game, I'm going to be, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, Leon. I, I just yeah, don't, I don't I, want it to happen. I don't want I, it. Uh, just put me out of my misery. So. Do you think they're a chance against the Cowboys? Because I don't trust the Cowboys. I agree with you. Like halfway through the year, they were looking pretty good or even a bit further past that. And everyone's going, oh, can they snag the division? Yeah. They're sneaking up on the Eagles. And the last month has been not that good. And quite frankly, I don't trust Dak. That's what it comes down to for me. I just don't trust him. Pollard, Zeke. Pollard's been actually really good. I know he got injured. Like he's had a really good year. I had him in fantasy. It helped a lot. Um, For me, just take the ball out of Dak's hand. Establish the offense, the run game first. Let yeah. him kind of chime in here and there. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just don't trust him. No, I, I, I don't either. Um, like, that, that pick he threw last week, like, it, you know, some, some picks you say you can be like, all right, look, I can excuse that. He threw that one after almost throwing the identical one the play before. Yep. Like, he's, he's a better quarterback than that. And uh, well, 11, right. 11, sorry to butt in, 11 yeah. picks in his last seven games. Yeah, it's, it's not, a good, not a good look. And, I mean, you know, uh, Jerry, uh, the owner, he, you know. Would I, he pull I, the trigger? Well, I, I, I worry for Dak. I worry for the coach. If they go out against this bad, t- I know Tampa at home, but that hasn't mattered this year. They haven't, it hasn't been a fortress. And that's my next question about the Cowboys. Like what happens after if this goes down? If it goes down, like I, I expect heads could roll. Um, like Were they 12 and five Cowboys? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The- yeah. No, they were. They were because they finished. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's so, two years. Sorry about it. Two yeah. years. That's like 24 to 26 wins in the regular season for McCarthy. Like being good. And then was it last year they first round as well? Like at 49ers or did they win one playoff game? Uh, well, they, I know you picked the 49ers. The well, 49ers beat them because 49ers got to that championship game against the Rams. Um, so they would have been, were they the, I think they might have been the free seed. Yeah, they were. And they lost in that first yeah. round. Yep. Yeah, that sounds right. So, so gone then. And then if they go here. Yeah. You're, I think you're on the money with something. But yeah. I mean, I, I still have Cowboys winning this. I have Cowboys by six. <laughs> yeah. But like right. there is no confidence. I, I just think, I think because I'm like you, I do not want to say, I think it's more so I don't want to see Tampa another week. I just think end, end that division, put it to bed. Let's have Cowboys move on. Because I think Cowboys, 
this year we've seen when they're good, they're very good. And I prefer to see that in the playoffs than what I've seen from the Bucks this year, which has not been good. Um, I couldn't tell you a memorable win that I saw them have. I agree. Um, I you agree. know, a lot of it was against poor quality teams. So, look, Cowboys go through. Because, um, I mean, if it plays out the way I think it will, if Cowboys go through, I expect them to play off against the Eagles in the next round, which I think is a more appealing yes. from a league-wide <laughs> point of view. Yeah, I hope, yeah, Dak gets going and C.D. Liam lights it up or something. Michael, yeah, I just, yeah, I've got Cowboys as well. It's kind of a grim way to end the show, isn't it? It's, it's- I, I, I think looking at the seating, there's where I'm like, okay, I agree with that. I, I like starting off with the 49ers just to a bit of like a, yeah, let's see, the 49ers are a fun team to watch. Mm. Um, I like the Jags uh, Chargers game being that Sunday night. Yeah. I I think I would have thrown the Cowboys Bucks game maybe as the second game after the Bills. Yeah, on Sunday. And okay. then I, I would have had probably the Giants, Vikings as that prime time. That, and then yeah. the Monday night game, you have the Cincinnati Ravens. Perfect. Yeah, I think, I think do that. I, I just don't see this being a fun game. Yeah, I guess I might get my one minute of chance here to add, put my Panthers in, like you're back to the division thing quickly. Yep. The Bucs finished eight and nine, and we obviously, I think we're up 24-10 against the Bucs in week 17, and we, yep. we, we fucked that. We lost that, unfortunately. But there was like two cases where I think it was early on in the season, we lost on like a 64-yard bloody field goal or something. And then the guys like never kicked a field goal all season again. Yeah. Something bizarre. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? And then I don't know if you saw, I think it was against the Cardinals, DJ Moore, our wide receiver, mm. threw his helmet off in the in goal or something and they gave it a penalty. Yeah. And then we lost on that. And it's like, that should have been a win. Like, we should be there. And I'm not saying we're going to do any damage, but it's like, it just would have been refreshing and well, they, fun. But like, they, they were definitely a better team down the stretch, Carolina. And I could <laughs> see that. And, you know... And I thought it was really impressive considering, you know, um, there were still struggles at, you know, they obviously trade Baker midway through the season. Um, I thought, I thought Darnold actually finished quite well um, as their quarter. They've still obviously got issues there. They need yeah, to sort that out. Um, it was but, all right. Yeah. But I thought um, considering they traded McCaffrey away, what they were still able to do in the running game, I thought was impressive. They're not that far off. Mm-hmm. I, I think Carolina are a good quarterback off being an uh, NFC South champion. And we've got a young team. Yeah, and, and they've got, like, this division. I, I, th- I believe this is Brady's last contracted year with the Bucks. I don't think he's there next year, whether that's retirement or another team, which Raiders have been rumoured because mm. they've wanted him for years. Mm. Carr's not going to be there, but... I reckon we have that conversation next week about Brady. I was going to bring it up, but... I will save it for next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll bring it on for an hour and a half and our time flies. Yep. Um, We'll do our quarterback stuff and wide receivers next week. Yep. Happy with that? Happy with that. Um, last thing before we go, the start of the year, your Super Bowl pick was Eagles and Bills. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Are you still locking that in? I, I, you, so just your final lock-in for the playoffs? Yeah, obviously, I'll, I'll lock it in. Okay. Yep. Before the season, I was Eagles and Chiefs. Yep. I'm obviously going to lock that in as well. Yeah. I, I, think, I think they both hold up quite well because I feel like to me, NFC, I look at Eagles. If they, if they correct their issues last month, they're the strong favourite, yep. but also 49ers. I expected uh, Eagles 49ers championship game. I hope we get that. I hope that, that to me is the best one we can get yep. still. Um, and on the other side of things, I, I still expect it's going to be a freeway between, between the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals. 
So any one of those three teams will represent the AFC. I agree. So, yeah. I guess it's just a little teaser for next week. Hopefully it comes through because we're both behind the Bengals. Yep. If Joey B wins this week, mm-hmm. he's going to be taking on the Bills. Yep. Which we talked about in week 17, the crazy instant. He was leading that game. Yep. Imagine if he goes through there and then he's, if the Chiefs go through, like this is all, we're going to, we'll find out week by week. But, and then he's got the Chiefs. So I think he's won his last three against the Chiefs. Imagine another Super Bowl appearance for him. Mm. And we'll get to our quarterback rankings next week. But he, for me, is underrated or undervalued. And there's a lot of guys that bother him. But this is like a chance for him to say, like, pardon the French, but fuck you guys. Get your eyes on me. I'm the main man. Let's go. Yeah. And I know you love his all his stuff and he's smoking the cigars and whatnot. So, yeah, love it. Yeah. It's going to be a great week of football, Liam. Any last words? Anything to cap off or? Things to look forward to. <laughs> no, I think we've covered it all in, in that hour and a half, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the games and hopefully they deliver. Good football ahead, hopefully. See you next week, mate. Cheers. Yep. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playable. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playable. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go.